Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. But it's a special day because uh, there's something I've been wanting to do on this show for a long time is to dive into different medias in the horror verse, horror sphere. Today we're diving into literature. And joining us today is Emma E. Murray. And you specialize essentially in dark and disturbing stories. And I mean, who doesn't like that? <laughs> Actually, a lot of people. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, as as a horror nerd, um, I consume so much film and shows that I never have enough time to dive into books. So um, the book we're going to be, you know, kind of talking about loosely so we don't spoil a lot of things is your new uh, book coming out, Exquisite Hunger. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be coming out July 18th. Do I have yes. that correct? All right, cool. Yes. And it's up for pre-orders right now, and I'll put the links and everything um, down below so everybody can go grab their copy. It's definitely a very quick read, but with the amount of detail that you have in here, it's just like, how are you fitting all of this in such a small book? I, I need more. I'm hungry now. I'm, I'm <laughs> hungry for more. <laughs> so honestly, great job on you for writing a great story. Thank you. And it's also got beautiful illustrations yes. um, by Caitlin Merso. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess before we really start diving into everything, I want to ask you, where did um, you know, the love for writing and for the horror genre um, kind of begin with you? Was it at a, a younger age or did you kind of figure it out later in life? Was there somebody in your family that was into into this kind of stuff? So I've always loved writing ever since I was super little. I've always said I wanted to be an author. So I'm following a lifelong dream. I think I really got into horror whenever I read um, like Goosebumps and Scary Dark. Yeah. Like in like elementary school, like it was pretty young whenever I was like, oh, I like this fucked up shit. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, That's so funny to say Goosebumps too, because we just had um, last year, we had the, the illustrator who did all of the like the first batch of the Goosebumps books come on and it was great kind of talk to him about how he did all the art and everything. I was like, this is absolutely awesome. So that's another thing that I find out 
um as well in like the horror community is like aside from you know watching the show that was out is like everybody always says yeah goosebumps was a great game for me and i was right there too i i read goosebumps all through my childhood i still have a bunch i have a five-year-old son right now too so he he loves reading some of the stories some of them can be a little little crazy so i try to pick out the ones that are like a little bit easier for him to digest but um yeah that's 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 awesome to hear yeah, five is a little young, I think, for some of them. They're yeah. scary for kids. Like, yeah, yeah, and uh, I've binged that show so much <laughs> that I don't think I'm ever gonna get sick of it. And it was the same as like, um, "Are you afraid of the dark?" I would always binge those oh, too. But um, yes, it's always that was genuinely a scary show. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. even now there's some creepy ones. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that was a kids show. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I saw because they. They brought it back, and I don't think I watched any of the new episodes. I'm kind of afraid <laughs> to, um, because I don't want to, I don't want it to like, quote unquote, ruin what I had growing up. You know, you have that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, that's really really cool. Um, so you you grew up, you know, reading Goosebumps, and you loved horror. Um, I have to ask because there's <laughs> so much of this. Is Clive Barker a big influence on you? Yes, yes, yes. I. I absolutely love him. He is amazing. I think he's one of the best horror writers there ever was. Like for me, he's bigger than Stephen King. Wow. So, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Like I just, I think he's so brilliant and like just some of the crazy ideas, like, and I'm also a huge like Hellraiser fan. So oh, me too. You know, <laughs> yeah. that was one of my first like real horror movies. So well, that's, gonna, that's yeah. hardcore. That's hardcore. Yeah, Jumping right, right in. Wow. I didn't have a lot of supervision. <laughs> hey, no, that's honestly how you discover so many awesome things. It's like, you know, kind of just going off on your own. And then you realize like what's your limit and like what's your what's not your limit. Me, I was afraid of everything. Um I couldn't even go into like haunted houses up until maybe I was like I think it was like thirteen or fourteen. I always forget. Um, but I've said this so many times on the show. Um and my first like real movie that broke me into loving horror was halloween 1978 i have a bunch of masks over here but with the crappy camera i have right now it's hard to see them um but that's what really you know kind of brought me into it and then um later on in life when they started um releasing like the um the book versions of the films like you could read like the scripts or how it was i guess supposed to be in a different way so i really started digesting those and then you know love stephen king growing up love um, clive barker um it's always been a battle between those two with me but stephen king has always come out on top i don't know if it's just because of the amount of output that he can he puts out all the time um but clive definitely um go really hard some very small amount of pain and you are doing the exact same yeah, I mean, like, I no hate to Stephen King. I yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. love him. I feel like he's a little bit more hit or miss. I love everything by Clive Barker. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing that I really like too is um you incorporate a lot of like um queer tones to your your um writing like Exquisite Hunger, you know, deals with, with two 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 girls. Um mm -hmm. at least that's how I was reading it. Cause you don't really um you don't know the name of the the main person, which I like a lot. So it could be it could be you, it could be somebody else. But I always like reading stories um, when you don't know exactly who 
the, the main characters that you're following. And with the, I was reading this on my phone, so I came up to like 38 pages, but I think it's like way less than that because on the phone it's shrank the pages. So how big is this book? Yeah, it's not super long. It's a chat book. And so that's kind of like in between like an extended short story and a short novelette. And so like, yeah, with the illustrations, it's only, yeah, like a few dozen words. I mean, a dozen pages. Like, <laughs> But like, yeah, it's not super long. Um, actually, it was kind of a challenge to get it to that length because like a chat book is kind of a specific length genre. And so yeah and so yeah wow that's that's really impressive though um and i've read that you have 11 other stories out there that i need to go back down like right i now. i have a lot of stories out in some amazing anthologies and i have some more coming out actually there's um it's not exactly horror it's uh post-apocalyptic but oh. there's a collection coming out called the first five minutes of the apocalypse that is coming out actually later this month too oh and wow I absolutely love, I got an early copy because I'm an author. And so I absolutely love all the stories in that. And mine in there is one of my favorites. And so <laughs> that's awesome. And I also, another favorite of mine, actually, that I think you would probably like, because it's very horrific. Like people have been telling me, and it's a little bit erotic, almost kind of like exquisite hunger is my story, Mother of Machines. Um, in obsolescence, which is an anthology of sci-fi and horror, like dark, oh. kind of dark mirror kind of stuff. And it's all about technology. And mine's about a teenage girl that falls in love with uh, industrial lathe. Oh my God. Yes. I need this right now. I need to, <laughs> I need to go digest that. That sounds awesome. Wow. You're busy too. That's great. Being busy, especially in this day and age is such an important thing. So I'm happy to see you, you know, going out and about and being incorporated in anthologies and everything. I, I need more of your work. I'm going to go hunt down everything and buy it because it's, it's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank well, you. hopefully I'll have some longer things coming out soon. I have some novels out on submission and so hopefully somebody picks them up. And I also have a secret longer project that's coming out next year, but it hasn't been announced yet, so I can't say too much. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'm excited, so I'll be keeping my eye on that. Um, but we also kind of have to talk about Medusa. So how did you get into um, contact with getting your, your short story? I'm going to call it a short story chat book, whatever you want to call it. Exquisite Hunger into Medusa Publishing. So I ended up reaching out to May, who is the head of Medusa House, um, because I loved um, Queer Saints, the book of Queer Saints that she put out, which is an anthology. And I, and as a bisexual woman, like I love all the, yeah, queer representation and horror. I don't think there's enough of it. And especially like them queer representation. And I like that she really pushes for that. And so we became friends and she really likes my writing and she is like a writing buddy of mine. So we just switch out things. And then I was like, I'm thinking about writing a chat book. And she was like, yes, I would love to have that for Medusa House. And so I wrote it. We went through it and she was like, this is going to be the debut from Medusa House Publishing. So that's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, Congrats. Really cool. Thank you. And I'm really excited for the book of Queer Saints 2, which is going to be coming out through Medusa House also. Like, yeah, I'm definitely going to pick up a copy of that. Um, I don't know. Like, horror, I think, in my opinion, over the last, like, three to five years, I think, has really started to um, branch out. And, you know, 
kind of bring more awareness to um, queer writing and queer um, you know, creators out there. And I think that's such a great thing, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now. And, you know, reading your story. And um, I have a lot of friends local over here that are, you know, qu uh, queer filmmakers and they have been, you know, getting a lot of attention and they, they just released their second feature film, which is really, really cool. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy to see, you know, the people who have been silent for so long to finally have a voice and for horror to really, you know, give them that hug and, and like, yes, do it, go and do it. Cause there's so many other, you know, medias out there that will just be like, no, we don't care. But to see that you have a home for this amazing chat book that I'm going to reread and I, I already bought my copy of it. I can't wait to have it in my house um, and to have my friends read it because it's so good. I'm just really happy for everybody. And for me to be here to, you know, give you a little bit of a light for my audience to go and be like, hey, go read something. If you want to read something, go read this or go read your yeah, other stories. So it's not a huge commitment. <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's great. Like this is such like a, if you want to get into reading this, this book right here, I think is great, especially if you're a horror fan. And you like cannibalism <laughs> um, and really cool illustrations too. And the cover, I love, I love the cover so much. Oh my uh -huh. God. I love that cover too. Like I kind of hope somebody gets a tattoo of it. Like it's, <laughs> it's really perfect cool. for that, you know? Yeah. Um, but all your writing and like I said, in such a short amount of pages that you have going on in the details, like I feel like reading it, I watched a whole hour and a half movie. Which is really cool. So this oh, needs to become you. this needs to become like a short film. I'm not even kidding. Oh, that would be amazing. I would absolutely die. That would be the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess besides Clive Barker and, and Stephen King and Goosebump, is there any other inspiration that um that you have with your writing? So I am actually a really huge fan of Southern Gothic, which I think a lot of um horror people would like if they knew more about it. So like Flannery O'Connor is one of my favorite writers and she writes these really twisted dark tales that hers have like a Christian bent. So I like to think of mine as more like an atheist bent of the same. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, and like Joyce Carol Oates, I absolutely am obsessed with like a lot of her darker stories and then like more modern writers. Like I love Eric LaRocca I don't know if you've read any of their stuff, but it's I'll check it out. Amazing. Yeah. And like Haley Piper. And there's a lot of really great, like queer writers right now who I felt really inspired by. Like whenever I'm kind of like, you know, new to the horror scene, like coming out as a writer. And people are already like these established, amazing horror queer writers. And I'm just like, yeah, like that's great. Uh, you know, bring me in, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. See, it, it, it's happening everywhere. There's so much love going around, especially in the in the horror world and every media for everybody now. It's we're so so welcoming, and every person I've talked to on here, whether it's a director, an actor, or a writer, um, they're always like, "The horror community is so welcoming," and it's so true. It really is. And, um, well, because we're all weirdos, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're we're all outcasts, you know, and we all find that one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 
I really hope you know you're, you, this flies off the shelves and and people go and read it because it's it's so good. Um, like with the amount of time that I have, want to read something, I have to make sure that, like, all right, I'm gonna, I have to dedicate to this. And it was great because this was a chat book; it was all, but it it it's making me want to read more. So I'm gonna go after this, hunt down all the stuff that you have, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna get back to you, and um, oh, and then you. we will. We'll definitely chat <laughs> more about that. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I love that. Thank yes. you. Um, so you said that you you like horror film. Mm-hmm. You have a favorite horror. Mm, I mean, I like a lot of them. That's a hard question. It always is. Maybe Hereditary. I really loved Hereditary. Like that is a mind fuck. Like. Yeah, that one um, definitely got me. It takes a lot to scare me now. And that one, when it came out, it got me. It got me really, really bad at the end. So I can I can see why that would be one that would stick out for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I'm like impossible to scare. And that one, yeah, had me on edge, which I was impressed with. Yeah, like, and you know, Midsummer, honestly, close up there too. Because I, I just absolutely love everything by him. Like, Yeah, cinematography is beautiful. Really yes, that, that's a big thing for me too. I'm kind of like an artsy like person, so I I love like a beautiful film. I can really tell that in your writing too. Like I'm just going through my mind uh, right now of, of you like establishing um, sceneries in in this chat book, and you know describing where these people are living and describing it in, in detail that's really strong, and you can really view it, but in such small amounts like a paragraph of just describing one thing or describing how um the main um character is is doing this thing to to the the person that they're essentially following or looking at and it's it's so creepy but it's so beautiful at the same time because of how well you're able to establish this person's being and it really drew me in so Wow, thank that. you. That's, that's <laughs> always what I'm going for is like really disturbing and creepy, but beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it fits, it fits. Um, <laughs> I really don't want to spoil too much of this because it's not out yet. It's coming out really, really soon, but there's just so many things that, that happen that I'm like, wow, how, how did you have to, where did you go to put this out? You know, it's <laughs> like when you're writing, what, what's your process like? Are you just like shutting everything off? And going into like a the darkest corner you possibly can, or is it somewhat a part of you? You know, that sounds really bad because of how dark it is, but you know what I mean. Um, I mean, so whenever I write, I I do need to kind of like block out the world because I feel like I'm a little bit of like a method writer, like method actors. I really like put myself in that headspace, like a hundred percent. And don't worry, I'm not really cannibal, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. I'm going to trust you. (laughs) I mean, if there was like an ethical way to try it, though, would I say no? I I mean, I have to be in that question, you know, (laughs) but at this point, no, I'm not a cannibal. (laughs) (laughs) Not in this world. But yeah, I mean, like I, I also like I happen to um, actually suffer from OCD. And so I have a lot of intrusive thoughts. And that's my inspiration for a lot of my is I, like I said, I'm not easily scared. And so the things that really freak me out that 
come into my mind and tell me, you know, these horrible things are going to happen. I actually get a lot of catharsis by writing about them. And a lot of people relate to them, you know, and they'll feel like, oh, you know, that's something I'm afraid of happening too. And so that's kind of where I get some of my inspiration for the darkest things. I guess I just have a, a really messed up brain. Hey, we all do in some sort of way. And it's, and be able to show it in either, you know, literature or on film and find an avenue to do that without making you seem in- completely insane uh, is great. <laughs> and that's that's why I love horror because there's no boundaries, really. You can, you can go as far as you want um, and people will eat it up. I mean, look at me. I, I'm loving this story of this person literally stalking their neighbor and doing horrible things and i'm like this is a great story (laughs) i know that's always the best kind of horror in my opinion is whenever you're reading it and you're like i feel like almost dirty that i like this yeah but i do you know (laughs) yeah uh god like this is that whole whole section of of what happens is like even just thinking about having to write that is crazy um so thank you for for doing that and doing doing the hard hard work and just having my brain you know now just having to imagine it when you're the one that had to write it imagine it and get it you know published <laughs> so that's that's crazy yeah um, well you know maybe it's wrong but it's, it's fun too that's my favorite part to write is the really really messed up <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um okay so besides your favorite horror film you have our <laughs> favorite book it doesn't have to be horror, but I'm, I imagine it's probably oh, going to be. Favorite book? Oh, my God. I have. There's so many amazing books. That's really hard. I mean, I'll answer, but I reserve the right to change my answer sure. later. Sure. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be like, oh, no, I think of a, a better one. But um, I so like one of my favorite writers is Cormac McCarthy. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you've read it, but Child of God is by him. And it is about like a serial killer, basically. I absolutely love serial killer fiction. And so it is not probably technically horror, but it's one of the scariest things borderline. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's probably my favorite book. I don't know if I could pick a favorite, favorite book. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like that too with the things that I read like growing up. Um, one of the books that like really, really messed me up was um, Red Dragon. Uh, the book messed oh, yeah. me up way more than the films did. Um, oh, yeah, that's a better book than movie. That movie was not, it did not live up to the book. That book was no. really, like when he sets him on fire and pushes him down the... Yeah, it's crazy. The yeah, like... And um, my my mom got me that book when I was... 14 i was reading i was like what am i doing <laughs> why am i reading this right now <laughs> yeah, that's um, a similar thing i read my mom got me it whenever i was like 12 uh, and i don't think she really knew how bad it was, yeah, <laughs> I was crazy what the <laughs> crazy fact um so out of all the stephen king um books and movies that came out it has always been my favorite especially the book and you're gonna call me crazy for doing this but i'm not even kidding i've read through the book like eight times and it's huge <laughs> so um i i love that book so much um it is scary it is it is but the details on so many different yeah and no movie has touched the book like i feel like there's like probably eight hours of stuff they could film that no one's ever gone to you know yeah they need like um not a miniseries need like a, a 10 season 
show going out just to highlight everything on there. I agree. Like, I would watch that. Me too. Me too. Hopefully that the the new series that's coming out, um, Welcome to Dairy, is going to be good. All like the the prequel <laughs> stuff and everything. So see happens with that. Um, yeah, Emma, this is this is great, and and I just oh, there's so much I want to talk about. I don't want to spoil anything unless unless you want to. It's completely up to you. But the book's coming out very, very soon. Um, but I really do want to dive into the rest of your stuff. Is there anything else that you want to um, announce right now or highlight um, with, within your works that you want people to go check out? Um, I, I really feel like that probably one of my best stories is that one, Mother of Machines, about the lathe in obsolescence. And so if you were like not sure about the chat book and you wanted to read an anthology that has other stories that are for sure like good hits too and you wanted to see do you like my brand of like fucked up writing that one i think is a really good like diving in point <laughs> awesome and like i said i'll be i'll put in all the links down below um and i'll, I'll link them to yeah, the chat book because i want people to go and support that i want them to support you so that we can see that you know okay people have a hunger for this um pun intended <laughs> Um, it's great. I'm going to actually go reread it after this. Um, it's really, really cool to see how crazy books can get, uh, aside from films. Um, cause I've always digested films way more. And I always felt like as much as I love them, that they're kind of limited, by what they can do, um, because you know budgets and everything, but with writing, you can just go as crazy as you want and yeah. people will eat it up. Like I said earlier, um, so I want more of this this universe that you you've built with these two people and everything that happens up to it and actually after I want to see what happens to this person after <laughs> the ending. You know, I want more of this. Do you have any plans to dive further into it? Um, probably not this particular story. I I don't like things to get too too wrapped up like okay, okay. i know people do i know people do that's actually something that sometimes people have an issue with with my stories but i definitely am exploring the same themes that oh, i don't want to spoil okay. too much but yeah like in other stories don't worry about that <laughs> all right awesome I, I cannot wait this is great so exquisite hunger coming out july 18th you can pre-order it right now um I'm excited for you. I really, really am. And I'm excited for everybody else at Medusa as well. And um, this is great. It's, it's such a great time to be a horror fan anywhere. Um, like I said, over the last like three or five years, I feel like everything has been building up in the horror world to be huge. And you're seeing more films, you know, go to screens. You're seeing more like independent writers going in, going into bigger bookstores and getting more more love and even like Kickstarters where people were like, hey, I'm writing a book or writing a comic book. Like I have a friend um, that does like all of our artwork um, for the the podcast here. Um, Jason Miller, who's based in the UK. He's an independent horror comic book writer and he illustrates, writes, colors, everything himself. And um, he's been getting really big over there and he's such a great guy. And I, I want the same for you and all the other independent writers out there. So that's this is really, really exciting. Well, I'll have to check him out. I love like horror comics too. Like that's such a cool genre that I feel like there should be more of. I was comic over here. But um yeah, he has a new um 
a new series that's called The Hell. He just put out part two, I think. I can send you a link after. I'll I'll email you everything so you can go check him out. He's really, really cool. Um, yeah. Great friend of mine as well. But um, Emma, this has been great. And I know it's been a short talk, but um, I feel like I've learned a lot about you and I want to go and read more and digest more of your work. And I'm very excited to see what else you have coming up. Thank you. And hopefully when I have more things out, we can talk again. I would yes. love that. Yes. And um, if that time does come, we can actually dive into talking about the book. Or if you want to come on when the book is released, we can do a whole separate section of di- dissecting everything because there's a lot in this. Dissecting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot that happens in this. So um, everybody go check it out. Go buy it. Go support Emma. Seriously. And it, it will be also available as an ebook on the 18th. Awesome. So you can get the paperback chat book or the ebook. So that's that's awesome. Okay, cool. I'm probably going to go and buy both of them because I think I got the physical. So I'm going to go buy that one now. Um, this is great. Thank you guys so much for being here. Emma, thank you for you know, taking some time out of your day. Like I said, and I know this is really, really short, but sometimes the shorter, the better. Um, so. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for everybody who helped, uh, you know, get this together. This has been great. And go check out Exquisite Hunger by 18th. Emma, thank you so much.